Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special Saturday episode of the Behind the Plays podcast. I am here with the one and only Eric for our week 12 wrap-up, week 13, and week 14 predictions because I'm going out of town. So we are here Hello. for some fun predictions. How are you doing today, Eric? Oh my gosh. It's been one of those days, weeks, yeah, it's months, been tough. years. It's been tough. It's been really rough. Yeah, uh, boy, we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, depression mostly. Um, I don't know about you. But I kind of feel... It's this weird, like... I don't know how to describe the feelings I feel. The best... The closest thing I could describe is giving up. Yeah, same. I feel that. <laughs> like, I'm just hopeless. Like, what's the point at this point? Yes, Season's exactly. Like, season feels like it's done. Might as well just end it. End it here. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, so before we get started uh, today, make sure you guys hit a like button or little heart or whatever the heck you're watching on or listening to whatever it has just click it it helps a lot it gets our names out there and it really really appreciate it don't forget to follow on the twitter and the newly added instagram we on that insta now we on that insta now um so yeah that hope, insta you guys, insta. <laughs> hope you guys uh, enjoy all the fun social medias uh, again, I talk so much basketball and behind the plays. You guys realistically should not, no excuse not to be following the Twitter at this point. Um, You're <laughs> listening to us talk football, and you should be reading Davion's football stuff. Exactly. It's just good knowledge. I'm telling you. I got, I got the big brain. It's, uh, it's actual factuals. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, uh, the Baltimore uh, – we're going to get to week 12 real quick. The Baltimore Ravens almost died this week. Uh, yes. Their game was moved from Thanksgiving – to Wednesday, I'm sorry, it was moved from Thanksgiving to Tuesday, which was then priorly moved to from Tuesday no, to no, Wednesday. No, 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 Thanks, Thanksgiving to Monday to Tuesday night to Wednesday night to Wednesday afternoon. Oh, what a lot of switches. Also, yes, it gave Thanksgiving zero purpose. I was that game was happening, and it was weird. I'm like, I'm, I was checking my work computer, like, all right, what's the Steelers-Ravens score looking like right about now? Right, yeah. That was same. a weird experience. I was watching the game at my desk, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm watching football on Wednesday Twelve thirty, <laughs> but yeah, um, Thanksgiving had no meaning for football. Like even my turkey bowl game was a blowout. Like that's how bad it was. <laughs> that's rough, uh, but it does have some implications regarding this week. Right, um, we had no Thursday night football. Yes, which... Um, which was supposed to be Cowboys Ravens. That game now plays, takes place on Tuesday. Yes. In addition, we have a Monday doubleheader. Not only will we have Bills 49ers, but we'll also have a football team in Steelers. Yes. Uh, big changes that happened this week because of COVID. Um, so hopefully we'll see the teams come back and bounce, bounce back well. And hopefully this weird, quote-unquote, short week doesn't hurt them too bad. Especially in the Steelers' shoes, as they have obviously they're undefeated. They want to continue their streak. They're only going up against Washington, so it's not too crazy of a challenge. But it's still a game that they, you know, can't just take for granted. In every team mm-hmm. is a pro for a reason. Yep. Uh, but le- that I believe is all the changes that were made. Yes, I feel like there was one more. There was definitely something else, but I don't know what it was. Well, I guess who's violently googling it right now? Uh, probably. I'm trying to think, I can't. For think well, weeks 12, 13, and fourteen. Week 12, Ravens moved, yeah. Yeah, we knew that. Week 13, Cowboys Oh, moved. okay, yeah, week 14 was just, it was a Packers-Lions flex. Oh, okay. Thought yeah, all one. it was. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
All right, so let's get dive into Thanksgiving. I hope you guys all had an awesome Thanksgiving. And we're coming up on Christmas, but we will have an actual Christmas episode because I will be here for that. Uh, we'll be talking about basketball, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Football's trying to tread in territory. It's not welcome. Yeah, it's not welcome. In th- it's not welcome during <laughs> Christmas, bro. Thanksgiving, all yours. Christmas. Yeah, no, NFL gets Thanksgiving. The NFL gets Thanksgiving. The NBA gets gets Christmas. Facts. I I know that, and I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world. Even <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> He's like, even I knew that. Come on. Uh, yeah, the Christmas games on. are fire this year, by the way. I love the Christmas games this year. Yeah, um, you got Mavs Lakers like the primetime slot too. I right? know. Yeah, I'm so excited. Super stoked for that. I'm really excited. Anyone who doesn't know, I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. Uh, and Luca, we trust. I'm really excited. We got the Christmas slot. We revamped our team. Our team got really good this offseason. So I genuinely think we're contenders. The Lakers are probably the best team in the league, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. uh, but let's talk Thanksgiving. Thank uh, We kicked things off uh, early, early, early Thursday morning with uh, the Houston Texans traveling down to Detroit to take on the Lions. They, I, I think they travel up, but I, I see your point. You know what I meant. <laughs> they do also travel up. You're right. Got me there. Again. Uh, this was kind of a blowout. Uh, it wasn't for a while, but it was definitely a blowout. It got bad pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, this is the exact same thing that happened last week, and we said there's no way it happens two weeks in a row, and then it happened two weeks in a row. Yeah. This was Deshaun Watson putting the Texans on his back. Again. Deshaun Watson went 17-25, to 25, 318 yards, and four touchdowns. This man threw 318 yards. Four touchdowns in 17 completions. That's nuts. That's crazy. Uh, Will Fuller, who's recently suspended now, uh, six receptions for 171 yards and two touchdowns in the game. Fire game. Yeah, no wonder. No wonder <laughs> obviously, there's a reason. Obviously, there's a reason. They were like, hold on. They saw that stat line. Game. They're just like, um, on, somebody, somebody steal Will Fuller's urine, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I don't really have much else to talk about aside from um, – this did result in Matt Patricia getting fired, too. Oh, yeah. Matt Patricia got fired. And Adam Gase is still that happened, That happened so far, uh, so so earlier in this week. I forgot about it, too. I forgot he got fired. He got fired, like, Monday. <laughs> no, it was, uh, when was it? It was, it was Saturday, because I remember somebody tweeted that they waited until the fourth quarter of the Michigan game. <laughs> so, yeah. No, the Lions fired uh, Matt Patricia, their head coach, and their GM, Bob Quinn, I think is his name? Something like that. Yeah. Anyone that has their last name starting with O uh, apostrophe just deserves to be fired. Just think about it. I don't see how that's related. Oh, O'Brien. Okay. Just trust me. Just trust me. They don't don't deserve to be anything. Uh, but like, okay. this is a big win. I trust. For the, I trust. <laughs> this is a big win for the Texans. I mean, it, it's like too little, too late in my eyes. But you know, I feel like the Texans are the best bad team in the NFL. Like one of the best bad teams in the NFL. Like if they can grab some like receivers, uh, bork the defense a little bit, help out with O line, get Deshaun Watson help, then this team is pretty good again. Like you obviously saw what they could do when they actually had a team, i.e., literally yeah. Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. But like. Yeah. That was enough. That was Watson, enough to win DeAndre games. Hopkins, and they had one whole defensive player. Exactly. That's all they need. Yeah. Now, that's all they needed. Go ahead and get someone else. You're not going to get someone D Hop level, but I mean, Will Fuller's actually doing pretty well. You never well. know. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, we know why, but either way. 
No, I, I, I like the Texans' future. Um, I think Deshaun Watson is honestly making a case for Romeo Cornell to just be hired as the head coach. Yeah. Like, Romeo Cornell's played really well, uh, or coached really well. Uh, yeah, them I mean, they've won, they've won two in a row. They had a very competitive loss to the Browns, and they've won three of the last four. Right. Like, after their bye week, it really felt like they, they patched some things up. The Texans aren't terrible. Like, they've Not had close losses ever since they fired Bill O'Brien after week four. Right. Yeah. So, potentially, we could see some stuff. Like, they've either won or had close losses, so... I don't think the Texans are screwed. I think they have a very talented young quarterback. I'd put him in the top half of the league, possibly even top ten quarterbacks right now. Definitely, right. like, top three young quarterbacks, like, quarterbacks who I would want on my team if I were the general manager and I was running for, like, wanting to win a Super Bowl. Right. Deshaun Watson's in my top three, easy. Right. So, I like the Texans' future if they get some more pieces and they get um, some good leadership. I agree. The Texans are a pretty solid team, and they'll they'll definitely continue to be a solid team in the future. Um, this is just a rough patch for them this season. They got rid of the people that they needed to, and that's that benefited them a lot. Yes, coaching and staff wise is what I meant by that. All right, you ready to talk some football team Cowboys action? Um, not really. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty disappointed in the Cowboys. And I don't say that. Come, very come again? Yeah. Um, it, that, that was a baffling sentence to hear just now. From from an Eagles fan, right? Yeah. Two things I want to say about uh, this. Uh, there's actually a couple things. The Cowboys lose a game, and the Eagles fan is like, "God, the Cowboys piss me off." I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's <laughs> I'm happy to see them lose, but like, I'm shocked at how they lost. Like, like I don't know how else to put it besides disappointment. I feel like. I feel like my stepson just lost a football game and he threw the game losing pick. Does that make that's like the best way to make it feel like? Like it's not my actual son, so I don't care that much. But like you know, yeah. I'm kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like uh, it's bad. I don't even know. How, that's a terrible analogy, by the way. I, I, I delete that. Delete it. Cut. Cut the vid. Cut the vod. Cut the vod. <laughs> uh, this was a a dominant. Effort by the football team defense. Yeah, like, like dude, even a defensive lineman got a pick six. Yeah, like this was this was just dominant from the defensive end all day. Wasn't it much. Montrez Sweat too? It was Montez Sweat. Yeah, I oh, remember Mon- that. Now. I said Montrez. It's Montez. Montez. It's close enough. Close enough. Yeah, that was that was that was amazing. Uh, new Thanksgiving record for a rookie, most rookie to, uh, most touchdowns from a rookie running back. Antonio Gibson had himself a day. Yeah, he he scored the most touchdowns uh, by a rookie on Thanksgiving since Randy Moss. Right, that's against cool. the Cowboys. The Cowboys, bro. So yeah, I mean, why do I feel like Washington is the best team in the NFC East right now? I just I, we've said we've switched our minds every week, Eric. I've had a hard time. Like, I've been trying my best to defend the Eagles pretty much this whole season. Me too, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like, really I, I, I'm jumping shit, dude. I'm sorry. I, I've also I, jumped I am, ship, and I'm the Eagles I, fan. I'm on I'm on the football team hype train. I think they ultimately win it. You want to know? I want what, the Giants else to win crazy it so that bad. Happens. Speaking of the football team, by the way. Yeah. Who would have thought in the year of our Lord 2020? Yeah. Would RG3 be on IR because of a knee injury and Colt McCoy is starting in the NFL? 
That's oh, wow. kind of spooky. <laughs> huh. Well, like unrelated to the football team, but related to the football team, you know? No, no, no. That's one hundred percent related to the football team. Yeah. That's exactly. That's in. That's 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 Illuminati type football team nonsense. Yeah. I think I think Washington right now has the best story. Agreed. Alex Smith is definitely up there. Alex um, Smith, Ron Rivera too. I'm gonna be honest with you. Depending on a how great, Daniel Jones is doing, I think the Giants are better. It's a pretty wrong, good young defense too for Washington. The, yeah, the front seven, the defensive end of the football team is definitely better than the uh, Giants defense, of course. But I think that the um, the uh, the offense that comes out from the the Giants is just so much better, and their defense is serviceable. Yeah. You only have to win like six. I, I I mean they have a very talented wide receiver in in Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson proved this game that he is. Oh, a and this is not. I'm not taking away back. anything away from Washington. I hope I hope you're aware. Yeah, of this. it's like I I agree I agree yeah. with you. Like uh, like there are some aspects where I feel like it's Washington, but some aspects where I feel like it's the Giants. I just know for but a fact. But I feel like right on now, a personal it, like a personal narrative level, I want yeah. it to be Washington. I look. He would rather the Giants. Not gonna cap. I, I've, I've said it from day one. I hate the Giants because of the Giants, but I really like Saquon and Daniel Jones. Yeah. As players. See, I like Alex Smith and Ron Rivera. I mean, everyone likes Chase Alex Young. Smith. If you, like, if you dislike Alex Smith, I want you to yeah, te- you're a, you you're DM a, me your address. I'll find you. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that. We'll take care of your opinions real quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a great heroism story with Alex Smith and with Ron Rivera. Yeah. That's, like, that's why I'm rooting for Washington. Yeah. It's tough. I get it, uh, but yeah. this is a great win from Washington. Very dominant defense. It is. Every p- aspect of defense. Antonio Gibson just shoved it down their throats. Zeke fumbled the ball yeah. again. Uh, like, yeah. It was just a I great think, game. I think we uh, we got on that uh, the Cowboys a little bit too early. I've been off the Cowboys just a long because time. they they well they had a great game against the Vikings and it's like the Cowboys are back baby and no they're not no 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 I did think they would win this game but I did too. I mean we both picked them or I, I picked, picked them. Washington. Yeah, I picked Washington because I was on my uh, spicy, spicy, not stupid not guard, stupid. and I, that gave then me a five hundred. Right? Hey, the Jets. Yeah, hey, you can't tell stupid. me you can't tell me that wasn't looking good for about two quarters. Was it? I wasn't watching. They were that. up. They were <laughs> up by like a touchdown at one point. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were forced to watch. Well, we were forced to watch Raiders Falcons. Then in the afternoon, we were forced into watching Chiefs Bucks. I wanted to watch Saints Broncos because I wanted to watch that train wreck. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, nothing else to really say about that. Uh, just Washington okay. had a dominant win. Yep. Let's talk a little Chargers Bills. Um, I actually don't remember the scoreline from this game. Uh, the Bills won twenty-seven to seventeen. Huh. Well. Um. Okay, games from both Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. They both... Cole uh, Beasley threw a touchdown. Yeah, Cole Beasley did do that. Wow. Uh, yeah, I believe it was to Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was. Receiving, I'm not crazy. Receiving. He doesn't have receiving stats. That's terrible. I'm like 90% sure it was to Josh Allen. Well, maybe not. One was Dawson Knox and the other one was Gabriel Davis who caught touchdown. Cole Beasley TD pass. Well, I could just pull it up in the stat line thing, right? Josh Allen. Cole Beasley, deep pass to G. Davis for 20 yards. 
Alan Lauro oh, to Paul Davis. Beasley, who okay. then throws to Davis. So it was to Gabriel Davis. Yes. I'm thinking of something else then. It was I think it was a week prior where they ran the trick play as well, and they Josh Allen scored a receiving touchdown. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I mean, this this felt like an average game for the most part. Um. Like. There was nothing really to talk about. Like the stat exactly. Lines were okay. it, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is I mean, kind of a. This was a trick play touchdown away from being like a three point game. Like that's nothing else to say. Uh, Bills won yeah. a game, and they won a game that they should win ten times out of ten. I agree. That's my take on it. Yeah. Bills game good, Chargers less good. Right. That's basically what it came down to. Okay, we had Titans Colts. Game this of the was week. a weird game. Yeah. Game of the week that really wasn't that uh, entertaining, quote unquote. But yes. oh my! The Titans oh. win. 45 to 26. Holy I, I have shit. One thing. The Titans put up 35 first quarter points or first half points. Yes, I have one thing to say about that. Let me actually take that back. Derrick Henry put up 21 first quarter points, points by himself this game. In the first quarter. Yes. I think. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. It was first half. But I have two words and only two words to say about the, this game. Would you like to guess what those two words are? Is it King Henry, perhaps? That it, that, that that crossed my mind, but then I That's remembered. Then I remembered that the gr- the great. Well, well, Tana Goat is only one word, so I'm <laughs> I'm stumped. No, 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 no. You're close. You're close. <laughs> There's this goat by the name of Chiseled Adonis that I enjoy watching on YouTube, and there's only one, two words that go with this, and it's. Oh, Henry! Oh, wow. Woo! Derrick Henry, my fantasy team, thanks you for the performance you put on today, <laughs> my man. You, you shoved, you just exposed yourself. All Like, the team, the, the indecent exposure all over their roster. They weren't ready for you. 107, yeah. what was it, 178 yards, three times. You have 6.6 yards again. Ted Hill didn't have to throw that much. He threw less yeah. than Derrick Henry Derrick, ran the ball. Derrick Henry, I think, is probably my my pick right now for offensive player of the year. Uh, I'm still I'm still sliding in Dalvin Cook's DMs, but like Derrick Henry, 100% made this like a decision. Dalvin Cook, like two weeks ago, like two weeks ago, I'm taking Dalvin Cook, right? Because of the yeah. performance he was doing. But like, man, Derrick Henry just said, you know what? I'm tired of people telling me uh, that Dalvin Cook is better than me, and I'm just gonna shove it down the Colts' throat. And that's what happened. And May I add, he did this in one of, if not the biggest game of the season for the Titans by beating yeah. the Colts in a, in a division game where they take sole custody of this division. Yeah, the Titans are in the driver's seat now. Um, the Colts need help from other teams to win the South now. The Titans need to win. They don't need, they don't need to rely on the Colts to lose. Yeah, all they and the do Titans don't exactly games. have the hardest schedule in the world either. Like, their hardest game is probably a Week 16 matchup where they are in Lambeau Field on Sunday Night Football. What the hell was that? Well, they play it. They play. Sorry. Hold on. Who do they play this week? They play the Browns this week, which, in my opinion, isn't really that, uh, like, a That's a, a winnable cakewalk. game. That's not a cakewalk. Then they play the Jags, then the Titans, then they're in Lambeau Week they play 16. The, the Titans play the Jags and then the Titans? Yeah, uh, the Lions. Did I say the Titans? You said the Titans. Those are two. E- those are two free games, and then they go to Lambo, and then they end the season on who? On the Texans. Texans. Okay, so they have like two challenges left: the Browns yeah. and, the, and the Packers. Everyone else they should beat. 
right? Like I see this team at, at worst 12 and four right now, which in theory would be enough to win the division. In theory, yeah. So, and because either the way, they are the already at what, the Colts are what seven and four right now. Seven and, and then, four. Mm-hmm. They're a game behind now. Yeah, so well, the Colts would have to win out, and then they're both twelve and four. And I don't know who the head-to-head would go to that point because they're tied. tied it would go to it. it would go to divisional record. Uh, and I don't know what their divisional records both look like right now. Yeah, not off the top of my head. I have no idea. Yeah, not really. Not really. Uh, my strong suit. Uh, based off of that, it would go to division. The Titans. Uh, who would I? Uh, we let's say just say they lose to the Packers. That means they go five and one in their division, where the Colts are t- one and two, or at the moment. So they could win out, and go four and two. Okay. But, so, but that still requires them to beat like the Texans and the Jags, which are very doable. But the Colts have Philip Rivers at the helm, so they could easily lose to the Texans. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Uh, t- South is still wide open for sure. It could go to the Titans or the Colts, but now the Titans are in control because yeah. they won this game. Yeah, even losing – as long as they don't lose a division game, I don't I – j- I just don't see how they – like, losing one of those games is okay as long as it's not a division team, right? And you're chilling. Right. Yeah, Titans – Titans. Derek Henry, my lord and savior. Yeah. My gosh. I Can love we also that. talk about real quick? Uh, Jacoby Brissett had two rushing touchdowns this game. Yeah, he did. I saw that. I thought that was nuts. He threw two passes and didn't complete either of them. <laughs> but he ran for two TDs. He, he scored more touchdowns than he had completions. Let's go. <laughs> he had as many uh, touchdowns as he had attempts. There you go. Which is a weird stat line for a quarterback. <laughs> right? They came in for the option and ran Jacoby Brissett. You love to see it. I like I like that from the Colts, though. I like the mindset. Uh, but the Colts can play better than they played. Like, they we've seen them beat the Titans handily at that. Yeah. So... We'll definitely have to hold this game in our back pocket and uh, maybe see this matchup come down late, come in later down the road. Yeah. Playoff time. It'd be very interesting to see a third matchup of this. All right. Uh, Panthers-Vikings would be next? It would be. Um, Vikings win this game in a nail-biter, 28-27. Yeah. Uh, fourth quarter, huge fourth quarter comeback from the Vikings. Um, the, yeah. uh, honestly, this was a Kirk Cousins victory, which is weird to say. Yeah, Kirk Cousins actually did his thing. Um, okay, so you're super high on Chase Claypool, yes? Yes. Always will be. Can we talk about Justin Jefferson, too? Justin Jefferson 100% can get talked about because he is playing out of his out of his mind. Can um, we talk about a, a couple of receivers that the Eagles didn't take? Yeah, like Justin Jefferson, like Chase Claypool. Or Chase Claypool. Like last year when we decided DK Metcalf wasn't the decision, but J.J. Arthago-Whiteside was. Uh, we can even go further back in the 20, 2017 draft when we th- we decided to take Sidney Jones over Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, trust me. I'm depressed. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it was tough. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson, seven catches for 70 yards and two touchdowns. Two of Kirk Cousins' three touchdowns with Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is a phenomenal target for him. Um, Adam Thielen, I believe, is hurt. Right? Yeah, he was on the COVID Um, list. He was on the COVID list for this game. Um, Oh, really? Adam Thielen is in a very interesting predicament on this roster with the emergence of Justin Jefferson, I must say. he's I mean, he's no longer might be a number one receiver. Potentially. 
I mean, this is interesting. I think you'd be here's the thing though is, is they made it come work for Stefan Diggs for a long time. They made well, yeah. it work for Stefan Diggs for a long time. Yeah, so. but where did but Stan, who, who who left? Right, like Stefan Diggs. Right, which means that that pattern continues. Adam Thielen is on the the Jets in three years, and making them good? Question mark. No, 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 no. Are we are we just not going to acknowledge that the Bills are good? Bills were good before they got Stephon Diggs. Bills were good last year. You're right. So he's gonna so he's gonna go to a sol- a decent team and, that gets better and make him. them better. So so the Tampa State Buccaneers. <laughs> good old Tampa State. <laughs> the Tampa. Uh, the Tampa State. Yo, so you want to yeah. hear? Wait, wait, wait. Where did that come okay, from? hold on, hold on. You want to hear a really <laughs> you want to hear a really funny take? Okay, right? Okay. Who won the ML? Oh, who won? Uh, Oh, it was L.A., L.A. So Tampa Bay LA Lightning. Dodgers. Tampa Bay Lightning won the NHL, right? Okay. And then it was Tampa versus L.A. in the – in the what's it called? In the oh, baseball. World Series? Yeah, that thing. Um, so, so are you, are you, are hold you on. calling Char- – are you calling Chargers Bucks right now? Hold on. Listen. Because it can't be listen, Rams Bucks. Listen. Just, just hear me out. Hear me out, right? Okay. So imagine the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. I know. I don't want it either. But just imagine they win it, right? Then we would come back to basketball again, right? But then we go, Davion, there's no team in Tampa Bay. There For this season no. and this season only, the Toronto Raptors are playing in Tampa Bay. Can you imagine the Raptors? Why is that, by the way? Uh, because of the, the travel, travel rules in Canada uh, due to COVID do not allow team uh, people to travel without quarantine for 14, day, uh, 14 days. So the teams wouldn't be able to travel in to play the games and then travel home like two days later, essentially. Gotcha. So they are playing in the states. The Tampa so that Bay Raptors. Can, yeah, exactly. That's actually kind of fire. Not gonna lie. Uh, so that, yeah, so that they can play all their games. But yeah. So are you predicting Raptors Lakers? Raptor, dog, Raptors dog. What the? F- <laughs> uh, Lakers before the Clippers right now. But man, telling you the nuttiness that can be, can be sports would that would be nutty. Anyway. Yeah. Minnesota. Uh, Dalvin Cook played pretty well, did his thing, but Kirk Cousins—it was the Kirk Cousins show. Yeah, which is a weird thing to say. I know, ever. right? And they went in a nail biter. Yeah, that's basically the end of this game. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have Cleveland and Jacksonville, which was also a nail biter. Uh, but like, I'm not sure why. This game shouldn't have been that close. No Nick, way. Nick Chubb played a, played extremely well. So did Kareem Hunt. Dude, Nick Nick Chubb, if he didn't got if he didn't get hurt, we we could be talking about Nick Chubb instead of Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Hundred percent. Like a top tier running back. I think he's one of the best running backs in the league right now. I think he's fourth in rushing yards, even after missing like four weeks. Jarvis Landry also had a really good game. Yes, he did. One hundred forty three yards for a touchdown. I'm Baker just... had a decent game too. Mike Glennon had a decent game. Um. The the James Wait, Robinson, the, the Jags running back, is super exciting too. Wait, why was this game so like punch for punch? I'm telling you, like this on paper should have been a dominant Browns game because they're going in seven and three. The Jags are going in one and nine. Why Yo, was this game a two point difference Cody on paper? Parkey and didn't miss kicks this week. He almost did. Okay, but he didn't. Uh, I believe he had a a a single joint that snuck in. He just can't go without doinking. Right, yeah. Cody Parkey stays doinking. That's nuts. This was a nutty game. Yes, it was. Um, Baker had a pretty good game. 
it's just like before I have any before I have a whole lot of confidence in the Browns. I need like they need to be dominating this game. Yeah, they need to beat teams like this. So yeah, like are are the Browns in a good position to make the playoffs? Yes. Are they in a good position to make a deep run in the playoffs? No. No, could they be? Yeah. First round, right? Yeah. I mean, but let's see. If the Browns make the playoffs, do you have any idea how nuts the city of Cleveland's going to go? Yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be a, a crazy riot. I don't. They even win know what's if, if the Browns win three of their next five games. They're in. At least they guarantee their best record ever since the return of the Browns. That's crazy. Good for them. Yeah. Um. If they win this next game, they they are above five hundred for the first time since twenty two thousand seven. That's crazy. Well. So, I'm 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 all um, I'm all about the Browns. Are they a few steps away? Absolutely. But are they in a good position to make the playoffs? Yes. Um, Browns have a tough game this week. Tough game the following. Yep. But then after that, they're playing the Giants, the Jets, and at home against the Steelers. So if they could sneak out one of those um, wins against the Titans or the Ravens, Browns could possibly go eleven and five. Yeah. And even if the Browns go 10-6 and, and and win the two that they're supposed to and that's it, that's still a really good season. Yeah, 100%. That's a, that's a dub. Yeah. Um, it's just the, Brown, the Browns are inches away, and I yeah. think they'll be fine in the future. Yeah, and then they'll be getting Odo back. Things are looking up for the Cleveland Browns. Like, yeah, the thing is they need their pieces to stay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, you want to talk a little Giants Bengals? Yeah. Um, speaking of Colt McCoy, this was uh, him coming in. Daniel Jones got hurt, unfortunately, in this game. I believe he's yeah, he, okay. I think it was just like a pulled hammy or something. It's a, it's a ha- it's it's like a pulled hammy, but worse. Yeah, like a worse pulled hammy. Uh, They're like doubtful. yeah, it's it's a hamstring injury, but like Daniel Jones will miss time, so probably a couple weeks. He said they say he's doubtful for this game. So uh, yeah, I guess Washington is the favorite to make this. Uh, yeah, this right run. now. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Colt McCoy came in, which, uh, yeah. which is crazy to me because my fa- like in the weirdest way possible, when quarterbacks get hurt or get taken out for whatever reason, it's always interesting to see, you know, who is this team's backup? And I was not expecting Colt McCoy. Neither was I. Uh, <laughs> we've had like multiple people that decided to break their legs, start start playing football again. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but Colt McCoy, you know, he did his thing: six to ten, thirty-one yards. You know. Yeah, he came in super late too. So I mean, he did his thing. Uh, Daniel Jones got them this lead, uh, but the real hero of the game is uh, one by the name of Graham Gano, who literally accounted for thirteen of the Giants' nineteen points. Yeah, a legend. Bengals wise, oh Brandon Allen was th- started for the Bengals. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Joe Burrow lost his. Well, I know Joe Burrow was hurt, but it was Ryan Finley at the end of the game last time. Oh, yeah, Brandon Allen. So I didn't know it was Brandon Allen. That's former Broncos quarterback, Brandon Allen. Yeah, I know that. I knew that one. Yeah. I didn't even know he was in. I, w- I would have maybe been a little bit more invested if I knew it was Brandon Allen. Not... Yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game. Um, it was yeah, kind of it, a it, battle it's... of meh teams with backup quarterbacks and, like, their stars not playing. Yeah. To, you know, and they won a game. I mean, the Giants did what they were supposed to. They took care of business and won the game. They played. Played good enough to win. That's all that matters. Yep. 
All right, little Cardinals Patriots action in Foxborough. Oh. The Patriots won this game. They won twenty to seventeen. I know. Mr. Cameron Newton threw two interceptions. He only threw eighteen passes. For eighty-four whole ass yards. I mean nine yards. Like only nine completions for eighty-four yards. I feel like that's not fair. Yeah. Kyler Murray had a bad day too. He went twenty-three, thirty-four, hundred and seventy and a pick. Yeah. But Kenyon Drake, um, who rode the bench in my fantasy week. By the way, um, with 22, uh, 22 yards for se- 22 carries for 78 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, like this game, I mean, it looked like the Cardinals were in control start, starting real early. They were 10-0, and then it just kind of fell apart. Like, they scored to tie the game late in the third. Uh, they missed a field goal, <laughs> and Nick Folk made a game-winning kick. Yes, you heard it. You heard that right. Nick Folk made a game-winning kick. Wait, you mean the Cardinals missed a field goal? Yeah. So this is Zane Gonzalez's fault? Wait! Shock Pikachu face. Wait! Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was it actually Zane Gonzalez missing the field goal? I forgot who their kicker was. Is it really Zane mm-hmm. Gonzalez? Zane Gonzalez! <laughs> oh, I love it. Nick, yeah, this is th- the battle of, like, Chiseled Don is memory. <laughs> This is Chiseled Adonis' memory. Nick Folk makes a game-winning kick as Zane Gonzalez misses a game-winning kick. Could you have scripted that any better? I, I feel like I haven't seen this Chiseled Adonis video, and I'm about to go watch it right now. After this. <laughs> yeah, um, Kyler had a bad day. Honestly, this game kind of throws a monkey wrench in the NFC because now the Cardinals are 6-5. and five. Yeah, this NFC is looking really weird because the Buccaneers still have hopes, but the Cardinals could have like literally sealed some so, sealed some fates because the Cardinals are not winning games. They're on the trend down, um, as well as uh, surprisingly enough, uh, there's some teams that are pretty solid right now that are making their way up. Like Chicago could win this week and be right in the mix of things again. Uh, Chicago, Minnesota, Minnesota, uh, low key. I mean. There are some teams here that, like, are trying to make progress. Like, even San Francisco still has hope at 5-6. and six. Like, don't get me wrong. They're yeah. pretty injury-ridden. But, like, that's They that's can still make that 7 seed. Right. Like, and especially since now the potentially the 6 seed is opening up without the Cardinals. Right. Because, like, who are the, who's, in the, who's in the playoffs right now? Like, like if playoffs started today. For the well, NFC, it would be the Seahawks. The Saints, the, the Packers, Saints the and the right Giants, I think. So it'd be Saints, Packers, Seahawks, uh, Giants, and the Giants, and then the and wild cards would be Rams, right now the Bucks, the Rams, the Bucks, Bucks, Cardinals, and the Cardinals. But Seven. the Cardinals are only a game up on the Bears and the Niners and, and the, the Vikings. The fact that the Cowboys so, are the last wow. team in this conference is kind of nutty to me. Like, I definitely expected worse teams. Like, the Falcons. Falcons have more wins than the Eagles. Maybe this maybe this like tie is biting us in the ass more than it's helping us in this scenario. <laughs> maybe things aren't as good as they seem. Maybe yeah, it weren't. isn't very Pogjamp. That was fire, though. Joe Burrow had himself a day. Can't really be mad. Eagles are, what? 2-2 two and two in their division. Hey, at least we have a positive record in our division. Also, the Eagles lost their primetime stuff. I'm sad. Anyway. 
Uh, yeah, the, um, the series, so much stuff is opening up because the Cardinals lost this game. Straight it up. It really is, yeah. Just kind of crazy to me. That just proves that right now every game matters for every team. Like, any game, any game for a contender, it matters. Especially if you're, like, NFC East, every game matters now. Uh, you're five and six, every game matters right now. Like, for all I know, the Falcons could sneak into the playoffs somehow magically. It's not probably not going to happen. But, like, they're two games out now. Like, yeah. they're right there. NFC's wide open. Yeah, it's nuts. It always it always comes down to the very end for the NFC. Yeah, it's crazy. It's super close. Uh, but yeah, I don't really crazy. have much it's else to Bill say Belichick's about this fault. game. <laughs> it is Bill Belichick's fault. Yeah, this game was close. Um, Nick Folk wakes game when he came. <laughs> That's just nuts. I cannot believe Zanky Balls missed the game. <laughs> Okay, that's great. All right, All uh, right. moving right along. Actually, the, so got, the Jets started the game off three and zero, winning. They were they got a field goal and they did not look back by scoring a single point. They didn't look forward either. Right. <laughs> um, interesting. Ryan Fitzpatrick started this game. It wasn't Tua, which Tua could hurt. could potentially have been the decision. Oh, was he? Tua was hurt. His hand he, injury. Officially, right? that's what it was. Yeah. Officially, Tua was uh, labeled as injured. Uh, okay. Thumb injury linger. Yes, he was hurt. So, interestingly, though, regarding this, um, I have heard possibly trade rumors of Sam Darnold going to the Patriots. That would be a perfect fit for them. I think so, too. I, I like because that trade a lot. Sam Darnold, coming out of college, his biggest problem was ball security. Right. Like, he held the ball very loosely in the pocket, and he he, ended, he caused a lot of fumbles. Right. If there's one dude in the world who can fix that, it's Bill Belichick. Right. Yeah. So possibly shipping Sam Darnold to New England for some picks and then using the number one overall pick on Trevor Lawrence might not be the worst thing in the world for the Jets. No, no, or the Patriots. That, that could be a win-win for the pa- like both teams. Mm-hmm. Really depends on what uh, the Patriots get to add with that. Like who else are yeah. you getting, who else are you going to grab while you're while you're trying to build this team around Sam Darnold at this point? Because we both said Sam Darnold's a solid. We think he. We think Sam I think he is player. too. I think he's in a bad system. Exactly. Like he's in Adam Gase, who needs to get somehow played. made it past Thanksgiving. Right. Um. There's no way he makes it to January, right? I, I give or, him. A, okay. I think Adam Gase makes it to the end of the season, gets fired the day after the season ends. Okay. Yeah. Week 17 is in January, so he doesn't make it to the second week of January. <laughs> he's not making it. He's not making it to February. That's my prediction. Okay, that's fair. We'll we'll say that he doesn't make it to February. I agree with you. There's no way. If he if he's still the head coach next season, I just I don't understand. Why dra- why draft Trevor Lawrence? There's no point. There would be no point. You'd be wasting his potential. Yes. Um. Yeah. So Dolphins win this game pretty dominant fashion, but the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. Mm. Uh. The good news is this reopens up the Jets possibly, or excuse me, the Dolphins possibly making it into the wild card. Yeah, the seven and four is really good for them. They're just playing really. They're playing really good. Yeah, football. I believe they're currently a wild card. Let me take a look real quick. The so Steelers, right now it is the Chiefs, Titans, Steelers, and Bills. Bills. The well, wild the cards Browns, right now are the Browns, Colts, the Dolphins. Colts, and the Dolphins. Which trailing because the Raiders six and lost. five are the Raiders and the Ravens, and the Patriots are two games out. So again, doors are wide open. Uh, the Jets, however, are mathematically eliminated from playoffs, and so are the Jacksonville Jaguars after this week. And I believe the Steelers, Steelers, just, um, 
Saints and Chiefs are pretty much winning in this um, week for a playoff spot, not for their divisions, but for a playoff spot. Uh, technically, I don't think the Chiefs are. Who's the, who's the next best team in the Chiefs division? The Raiders. Six and five, they go. So I, th- I think I think Chiefs win, Raiders loss. Yeah, if the Chiefs win, right, Raiders no. lose, they clinch the division at this point. Yeah. Because the best that the the Raiders could be would be 10 wins and the Chiefs would be at 11. So two wins for the Chiefs. If the Steelers do win one game, I'm pretty sure no matter what, they're in the playoffs because the next, like, the net, the like, the teams that are out looking in are five wins. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. I, I don't. I don't think they're not at least the seven seed at that point. Right. <laughs> at twelve and zero. <laughs> pretty sure they clinch at twelve and zero. Uh, the Jets are yeah. mathematically out. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, are bare, like barely mathematically out because you ha- you can't beat the Dolphins at this point with what five games. That's games my favorite out. part of the NFL right around this week is like you start eliminating the one win teams and they're like yeah they're mathematically out but they've been out since week like three. Right. Somehow I yeah. mean like. The Panthers are technically still mathematically in. Like, technically, there's not an NFC team that's technically mathematically eliminated from playoffs because the NFC East is at the bottom of the division. Yeah, that's the true. Conference. I mean, the, wor- the worst non-NFC East team is the Lions. It's the Panthers, 4-8. and eight. Oh, true. They have an extra loss. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably, like, Lions. It's Panthers, probably the Lions. Or but Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> but those are all, like, two games out of making the playoffs right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, Yeah. Anything's All kinds possible. of crazy playoff scenarios, yes. All right. Uh, let's move on to Raiders-Falcons. All right. Dude, what uh, we the hell had a fun, was that? We had a fun conversation about the, the Raiders that? and the Falcons. I have to legally call this a football game. We had a fun time talking about it. Let's move on to – no, kidding. Dude, uh, what the hell was that? Uh, the Falcons played amazing football. Like, dominant, fire, godly football. 43-6 to was your final score. Dude, what the hell was that? Uh – Derek Carr turned the ball over eight times or four times. Jesus! They put Nathan Peterman in the game. After, that's hilarious. They they were relying on Nate Pete. Apparently, Young Hoku is the best player on the Falcons. And <laughs> Young it's Hoku not even close. Is one hundred percent the best player in fantasy for me. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> he is a legend. Dog, I was I was playing. We were playing the Turkey Bowl, and that's like like on Sunday instead of Thursday because we had um, it was really bad weather, and then we didn't have a lot of, all the cool all the like fun like all the people we wanted to play with until Sunday because of uh, everyone spending time with their family, which understandable for a holiday. And we stopped playing at halftime, and I look at my stats. Now keep in mind, Derrick Henry did his thing in the first quarter. Tyreek Hill did a lot in the first quarter, and Young Hoku popped off. I was like. What is happening? I'm about to drop 200 points in fantasy. Young Hoku was my second highest scorer for a while on that, on that day. Young Hoku's nuts. He's so good. But, like, uh, the Falcons just dominated. Like, I don't know what else to say about this game. I hate the Falcons. But I do I hate too. The, but I love the Falcons because they beat the Raiders. Right. So, like, are we, are we reinvesting a little bit of stock into the Falcons? No. Not never. this week, of course. But like never. Week fourteen, Chargers? No. That's the battle of who can choke the hardest. Ooh, we got a choke off. <laughs> oh gosh, I didn't think of that. That's actually gonna be a great game now. Oh gosh. Okay, I gotta think <laughs> deeply about that one. Yeah, who's gonna choke harder? Place your bets now, D. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
All right. Um, I, I have nothing else to say, but just a dominant game from them. Like, just straight up. Yeah. Um, okay. So who are we heading to next? I believe that brings us to the Saints and the Broncos. Um, I have to also legally label this a football game. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Taysom Hill didn't do a lot uh, through the passing game, but he ran for two touchdowns again, and so did Latavius Murray. Did enough. Uh, Kendall Hinton uh, deserves nothing fact, but the world. Uh, the, Bronco, the Broncos and the Saints collectively threw under 100 pass yards. And only completed 10 total passes. Yes. That's crazy. What a stat. I don't know how to respond. Uh, tough week. Like, you have four quarterbacks and now can play. completed one pass. I mean, he's not a quarterback, to be fair. Okay. You know, he was a practice squad wide receiver that found out, like, the day before. Yeah, you're the quarterback, by the way, bud. Right, um, that's tough. This came down to the defense on the Broncos doing whatever the hell they could, dude. Yeah. And... Um... Which clearly wasn't enough, but to be fair, you're playing a very good team in the Saints. You're playing essentially without an offense. Yeah, pretty much. Like, genuinely, in my lifetime ever watching the Broncos, this is the the weirdest I've ever felt, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do I think the Broncos played bad? No. Even though they only put up three points. What do you expect when you're quarterbackless? Right. Like, you're playing this game crippled the entire game. Like, you're down by four touchdowns, and you're like, well, we still have to run the ball whether we like it or not. Right. So, I don't know what you expect from the Broncos. Like, like, I think it's... I disagree with the NFL not pushing this game back, personally, but I think that's a little bit of Broncos bias. Like, I get exactly the ruling of why they said so, but I still think it's big dumb. Genuinely, this is the most proud I've ever been of the Broncos in my entire lifetime watching it. Maybe second, other than Super Bowl 50. Yeah, like this Genuinely. Is... Yeah, it's definitely a worthy game. Like, they, they, did the, they did the best they could. Like, four yeah. quarterbacks can't play football. Uh, you turn to a person who doesn't play quarterback anymore uh, off the practice squad. Threw, he threw nine passes. Y'all tried running. It didn't work. It's just, like, you guys essentially had a one-dimensional offense, and that wasn't fair like you guys just yeah got i mean yeah there's not a lot you can do there but genuinely that's the most proud i've ever been of the broncos in a long ever since super bowl 50 that's crazy genuinely like nice. what else are you supposed to do yeah. they went out there they went out their quarterback list and they're just like all right time to just try to do something yeah exactly if the broncos fire vic i've heard the rumors if they fire vic fangio they're foolish Agreed. I think that no, there's nothing to do with the Broncos coaching staff. The defense is fine, and that's what Vic Fangio specializes in. Exactly. No, they need they need a, they needed somebody who can run the offense. They need uh, stability on offense. That's what they need. Yeah, they just need like people to not be rotated in and out all the time because you guys have had a yeah. crap ton of injuries this season. That sucks. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk a little Niners Rams. This game came down to the wire, and a big, a gigantic humongous wild game for the uh the San Francisco 49ers 
Uh, Robbie Gould makes a game-winning kick with four seconds left on the clock. Um, this was a great win for the San Francisco 49ers. Absolutely. Uh, Jared Goff had a terrible day. He threw two picks. Like, the Rams offense couldn't get anything going. Like, yep. the Niners had the Rams number. Yeah. And I feel like Kyle Shanahan has always had Sean McVay's number. Yeah. Like, it always feels like the Niners win these matchups. Yeah, and it's this is a crucial matchup for them because this kept them competitive. Like, instead of dropping a 4-7, and seven, you know, move 5-6. Yeah. and six. Okay, you're two games. Uh, that's back one game out of playoffs right now. That's one game out of playoffs and uh, two games out of the Rams right now. Who yeah, are up there. Like, that's a big closing of the gap for them, and a big plus for the Cardinals too, who are suffering, and a big boost for the Seahawks. Yeah. So yeah, just really good win for the Niners all around. Uh, Rams needed to win this game, in my opinion. Like, this was a huge win for them. Yeah, and, I, and I think so too. Fit. And it, yeah, I. Uh, the fact that the Rams lost and the Cardinals lost this week is what shook up the NFC. Yeah, 100%. And it was the teams they should have beat. Yeah. Yeah. Tough games. Yeah, not a lot else to add. Not a lot else. It's just the NFC is wild right now. And that's that's what's the, – if you guys want to know what's causing it, is that. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, we, we got, got Chiefs, Bucks. We got the best team um, in football going up against the Tampa State uh, Warriors. Well, dude, can we talk about let's the talk Chiefs? About I guess it's just in general. Let's talk about let's talk about two things. One, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Yes, and it's not Patrick even Mahomes close. Is, is the front runner to win MVP. Yes, it's not even close right now. Travis Kelsey uh, also threw a pass this week. It didn't get anywhere, but I thought that was hilarious. Secondly, yes. Tyreek Hill <laughs> God, told Tyree this Kill. Buccaneers defense that you can't guard me. What does he do the first play? Like, like, like They get a field goal. Like First play out on their third drive says, screw y'all, 75-yard touchdown. You want to know what he does the drive after? Screw y'all, 44-yard touchdown. Mahomes said, fuck it, Tyreek out there somewhere, dog. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, Tyreek Hill had 13 receptions, 269 yards, three touchdowns. Nice! You had 13 receptions and averaged over 20 yards a catch. I'm just saying, I had Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry on my fantasy team this week. Tyreek Hill is a cheat code. Patrick Mahomes is a cheat code. You know, Them at the same time as the cheat code. You know who really is a cheat code? DK Metcalf. He is the real cheat code of the league. We'll get to him later. I got a story about that, too. I don't know if you heard this. No, not yet, but I'm ready. We'll talk about it when we get to Monday Night Football. All right. Um, okay, here's the thing, though. Don't count out the Bucks. No, not at all. 7-5 like, is nothing to be – this is – this is this, you played the I agree. City I, I feel like I feel like we're a little bit um, preemptive on saying, like, yeah, the Bucks are screwed. This right. is exactly what we expected from the Bucks, is it not? Right. Seven like, we expected the Sa- we expected the Saints to win the South. We expected the Bucks to be a wild card team. Yeah, exactly. We expected the Bucks to go like ten and six, eleven and five ish, right? Right. Which is what they are right now. That's the team that they and are. And that's what they're gonna be, is they're gonna be a wild card team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we hop off on the Bucks yet. Um, no. I think the Chiefs are still the best team in football right now, which is crazy because the Steelers are undefeated. Yeah, this, the, yeah but like, I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, aren't the far Chiefs behind. Are better. The Chiefs are better. Like, Chiefs could 100% be undefeated as well. They just yeah. choked against the Raiders. I agree, yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah, like, that's, that's all I got for Chiefs Bucks. Dog, love it. We love to see that out of uh, Tyree Kill. Do it again this week, bud. Let me let me clinch that playoffs. <laughs> Actually, I think I technically did clinch a playoff spot. I'm just trying to clinch that that seed so I don't have to yeah, play. I lost five. I lost seed. five in a row in fantasy, so I, I think I, I'm out. Yeah, I I started the season zero and three, and I finished. I'm currently on a I'm seven and one since. Mm-hmm. So proud of that, I guess. Tyree Kill, man. Derrick Henry. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, next up we have Bears Packers, uh, and honestly, I took the Bears to win this game, and for like half a second i kind of was ready for the bears to do well and then uh the buccaneers say or uh, the the what's their faces the packers just shot up 27 10 at the half 34 to 10 or 41 to 10 I, like yeah i kept getting the, the scoring notifications i'm like dude are the bears playing today yeah it was just dominant but i will say mitch trubisky yes he threw two picks but he also threw for three touchdowns and i'm gonna be honest with you nick Foles should be scared of his job yeah, kind of. I would be scared if I was Nick Foles. Trubisky did more, has been doing more. Like, that's that's some of the most points they put up in a while. Which isn't saying much because, like, one of them was garbage time and they still got yeah. 40 ball. But, you know, that's just, you know. Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind, by the way. Four TDs, free real estate. Aaron Rodgers is definitely out there, too, for MVP candidate. I don't think he's above Patrick Mahomes, but he's up there. Not at all. I think he's top three. Like, Russell Wilson's still number two in my eyes. It's tough for Russell Wilson out there, though, right now. Um, But, yeah. The Sunday Night Football game was actually really good. I I, Like, it it was – like, I really expect them to be more competitive, but they just weren't. So, that was crazy. Yeah. Definitely. Um, they they do have a rematch in Week 17, too, I believe. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see that one. Yes, uh, that one in Soldier in Field. So. Yeah, or Lambeau. In yes. Soldier Field, my bad. We just had the one in Lambeau. Yes. All right. You want to hear about the, the bird yeah, birds? Yeah, you're about to go off on a huge prime? tangent, so let me get this one in real quick. Hold on. Yes, so no. We'll do a little bird on bird violence. Yeah, you're about to go in, so give me uh give me this one thing, okay? Okay, I'm actually not gonna go in as hard as you think I am. I, okay. I promise, it's not gonna be that. Uh, there was post post game press conference, right? Yes. They're interviewing DK Metcalf. Did you hear this? I did not. Um, DK Metcalf basically said, "Yeah, I played on a chip on my shoulder with uh with a giant chip on my shoulder, because uh Jim Schwartz had the audacity." Before the game to tell DK Metcalf to his face is like, yeah, you're good, but you're not like Calvin Johnson good. <laughs> why would he say? So, so why would you say that? <laughs> he just said. So basically, Jim Schwartz he just fired. James Schwartz. Jim Schwartz is just like Jim Schwartz just said. DK DK's like, hey, go off, King. And he did that. Ten receptions, 177 yards. Um, yeah. I, okay, so I'm gonna be honest with you, right? You see that stat line, right? And you're like, yeah. whoever was lo- like whoever was guarding him definitely like sucks, right? Like he got burned. That was Darius Slay. All night, and I with my full wholeheartedness, big, big play Slay let up the big play. I with my full wholeheartedness can say, Darius Slay, Dar- what Darius Slay did not play that bad of defense against DK Metcalf. How many times you see DK Metcalf score this game? Zero. Okay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like, keeping DK Metcalf out of the end zone was the big task. And he didn't get beat in the red zone. He didn't get beat when it mattered. There were a couple stupid plays. Don't get me wrong. But, like, Darius Slay played, like, the stat line is, like, 
godly. I'm not taking anything away from DK Metcalf because he made some wild catches. But, like, Darius Blade didn't play terrible. Could have been a lot worse, right? Um, I, I think the funniest stat line of the day, though, is definitely from David Moore. Three receptions for negative six yards and one touchdown. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Tell me that's not the greatest stat line of all time. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, so he got sacked for, uh, he got tackled for like two losses on like uh, those like tops plays because they count as passes. Um, and he scored the one touchdown Russell Wilson threw. But uh, let's let me talk about the Eagles. Uh, Carson Wentz actually didn't play terrible. Twenty five for forty five, two fifteen, two touchdowns, interception. Um, to me, this was a one hundred ten percent a team L. Uh, Carson Wentz is to blame. Uh, Jalen Hurts is to blame. Miles Sanders is to blame. Boston Scott is to blame. Uh, who else can I name off? Uh, uh, give me a defensive player. Uh, not Darius Slay. I actually am proud of Darius Slay today. Uh, 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 Jalen Mills is to blame. Actually, Jalen Mills played pretty well today, too. Uh, so did the D-line. Fletcher Cox. No, Fletcher Cox played well. He did his thing. Rodney McLeod. Uh, Rodney McLeod made one big hit that got called back because people are dumb. Uh, Rodney Brandon McLeod Graham. played well. Brandon Graham actually got a really huge TFL, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Will Parks and Malik Jackson are on the Eagles? Will Parks just got waved, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just Was got, on the Eagles? He just got waved. <laughs> um, yeah, so the biggest thing with this game was, uh, my, in my opinion, was penalties. Uh, the Eagles made some really stupid mistakes early. Darius Slay and DK Metcalf got out early. Uh, DK Metcalf pushes Darius Slay. Darius Slay pushes them back. They throw a flag. We get the 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. Fuck the refs for this game, by the way. I hate you all with a passion for what happened to the Eagles to, to this game. Uh, secondly, uh, Jake Elliott missed an extra point, so I wish him nothing but the worst. He's been terrible this season. Uh, I wish, I, like, seriously, I need you to be better. Uh, Dallas Goddard is not to blame for this. L. Our tight ends are really good. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey actually made some good catches, uh, all two of them. Uh, there is two particular plays that lost us this game. So we were making a drive uh, at the end of the game. We were down, I think, 20 to 9 at this point. Yeah, we were down by 11 after we gave up a field goal. Oh, two, two plays. Two plays. Uh, we had a turnover on downs before the, uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter that led to the Seahawks field goal. Because we were down 17-9. We went for it on fourth and two. Uh, we threw a pass to Dallas Goddard. It got hit at the line. This was really good play call. Really good. Dallas Goddard was wide open at the first down marker. Defense just made a really good play, right? Just mm -hmm. really good play. All right, next. Next drive we have is an INT. Carson Wentz makes a amazing, like, we're doing an amazing drive. He makes, like, a decent run, scrambles for 11 yards, gets a gets a pass off to uh, the boy uh, uh, Goddard. Then we get a PI for 9 yards. Then they call another PI for 29 yards. We're chilling at the 21-yard line. Miss Dallas Goddard, uh, you know, incomplete pass to Goddard, incomplete pass to Rager. Uh, then we shoot uh, for the first down. I believe this was an option route for Dallas Goddard. So he basically was running a curl option. So he was going up, and he curled left, and Carson Wentz threw it right. The hole was on the right, and Dallas Ooh. Goddard didn't curl that way. Um, so I think there was just miscommunication, and you saw that all night with Richard Rodgers, with Alshon Jeffrey, with everybody. Like It was just miscom after miscom after miscom. Miles Sanders was dropping passes, like dump-off passes, that were in his hands. Um, they weren't low. Carson Wentz missed some throws. He had Dallas Goddard open for a touchdown and missed him. He underthrew it. So it was batted away by Bobby Wagner. 
it's just a team L. Like, there's nothing else to say. There were so many miscues and so many miscoms and so many just out of sync plays. You're really, I really start to question what is going on in Philly that is causing this because you guys realistically need help and no one is doing what you need to do to get that help. You need to take away the play calling from Dougie P. You need to fire Jim Schwartz. You need to fire the medical staff. Bring in, I don't care, you bring in some new steroids for all I care. Just get something, <laughs> get some help for your players that keep getting hurt. Recovery times are terrible. People are hurt left and right. Um, Wentz, stop holding the ball on for too, holding the ball for too long. Get get the trust of your receivers. Make the plays that you're supposed to. We, you, you're this kid with a big arm. He's one of the best arms, in, in my opinion. Carson Wentz has one of the best arms in the league. No questions asked. If you ask me, like, top five people with arms, I'm going, like, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going, like, Carson Wentz. I don't know. Everybody has arms. You know what I mean. Yeah, I like, know what you mean. Like, seriously, that. he has a cannon. The problem is, is he keeps underthrowing people because he's underestimating things. Dude, the reason that we won a Super Bowl a couple years ago is because you were slinging that thing. Sling it again! Just do your thing! You have literally nothing to lose at this point. I don't care if you throw four interceptions in that game. If you throw a pass on target and it gets picked off, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Just don't be scared anymore. That this team is playing scared. That's how it looks. Yeah. That's, that's and Just don't be scared. At this point, what do you have to lose? You're one game out of the division, half a game out of the division from winning the division. What do you have to lose? Giants are hurt. Now's your time to strike. Do what you got to do, dude. I don't even care if, like, make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs. Either way, you need to redo everything. Like, wide receivers, gone. O-line, start drafting some new ones because these niggas don't want to stay healthy. Like, nobody wants to stay healthy. Uh, Linebackers, slow as dirt. Get some new ones. Singleton, he's the only linebacker I, I know on that team that I actually like. Duke Riley's not bad either, but I like Singleton a lot. And he was a practice squad player this season. D-line, Everyone deserves max contract. I don't care who, everyone on that D-line, all six people that play the D-line for us, max contracts. Darius Slay can stay. That's the only That's the only defensive back that can stay on our roster. Jalen Mills, I'm sorry. I love the Green Goblin. He got to go, dog. Like, like, everyone keeps getting beat. Cravon LeBlanc, stay hurt or gets beat. Why is he on the roster? Why does he play? <laughs> Nigel Robbie Coleman come, doesn't play enough. Play him more. At this point, put in Davion Taylor. He's just special team flair. You don't even play him on defense. Put him in. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You literally have nothing to lose at this point. That's just frustrating. It's frustrating to watch when you see all this like talent just being like wasted, essentially. Tight ends can stay. All the tight ends are really good. Richard Rodgers. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. Zach Ertz. Dallas Goddard is pretty solid. Uh, but receivers like Alshon, I think he needs to go. As much as it pains me to say, because it's my favorite eagle of all time, D-Jacks need to go. Like, you, you don't have the cap space to resign. Yeah, I, yeah I don't think you have the cap space. I don't think Brie can really afford w- with his the big question marks right now with De- with De- with Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, you can't afford someone to, that's going to play two games a season. Exactly. Uh, you need to invest in Jalen Rager, Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, uh, and draft a number one receiver. Please. Yeah, no. Arteca Whiteside? <laughs> Gotta go. Get him out of here. I don't want him anymore. And, the, like, I, I tweeted this earlier because there was a tweet that, like, uh, if you were the GM of your team, what would you do with this offseason? I'd be like, every wide receiver <laughs> that's not named Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, or Travis Fulgham is gone. All of them. I'm tagging Ertz because he, he does deserve one more season to prove himself because I feel like this is just a weird season for everyone on this team. Zach Ertz is 
very talented, but he definitely does not deserve to just up and be like booted. Give him the tag. Give him a prove it year. This was supposed to be his prove it year. He also got hurt, so I can't be too mad at him. Keep Carson Wentz around. Obviously, it costs you more to get rid of him than to keep him. So, yeah. what's the point? You got to trust him. At this point, more. yeah, yeah. Um, defense needs a little bit more remodeling at the linebacker, but I think you can patch those up really well in drafts. I think there's really good like. Typically, you find some gem linebackers in drafts, and you they don't even need to be like. You don't need Von Miller, like you don't need Ray Lewis. You just need some solid people. Like Singleton plays great football. Now we need like two more Singletons. <laughs> Yeah, you know, get get you a decent safety that's not gonna just let everything burn him every five seconds. Call it a day. Play Davion Taylor more. He hasn't played yet, really. Get him in the game. Show him what they can do. The dude is thick. He's like Ray Lewis, big dude. He is huge. Get him in the game and get him playing. So it's just certain things. I I went off a little more than I was I planned to. But like, um, <laughs> I know I was you gonna, said I'm not gonna go in that deep. You'll be surprised. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't why, going. Why do I feel like I won't? Why I, do I feel? I, like I wasn't pressure? planning on going in that deep. There's just so many things <laughs> that you could fix with this Eagles team that I like. They I saw that tweet earlier. I was like, man, if I was the GM, dude, the only people that are safe are Carson Wentz, those three receivers, our tight ends, and like Darius Slay. <laughs> yeah. And our D line. Our D line's really good. Yeah, Eagles have a solid D line. That's about it, though. Yeah, and like our defense is literally defensive line. Brandon Graham, Darius Slay. <laughs> like, to yeah. me, that's the only good players on the – like, worth keeping. Like, Singleton, I like him, but, like, if you could get a better option, upgrade. Like, no questions yes. asked. So, yeah. Anyway, that was the week. Uh, Definitely went 8 That eight was this not week. the week. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. We have a Tuesday night – a Wednesday night game. Yes. Uh, Ravens-Steelers. So, yeah, Eagles-Seahawks. Uh, uh, Seahawks played well, though. Russell Wilson played – actually, we contained, we contained them really well. Russell Wilson literally scored the one touchdown just – because Cravon LeBlanc got burnt. Or yeah. it was Maddox. It was actually Avante Maddox. Ah, Stupid. It's always Maddox or freaking LeBlanc, I swear. It's never Slay. Slay doesn't get scored on. It's always those two, I swear. Anyway. Thursday or Wednesday night football, sir. You hit me with this one. All right. So the Steelers win this game 19-14, to I believe it was. Yes. 19-14. Oh, I have one thing to say about this before I let you do your thing. Go for it. The TikTok gods came to Earth oh, yes, they and did. said, Trace McSorley, <laughs> throw it on a dime like I ain't even trying. 75-yard <laughs> bomb, touchdown, first career throw. <laughs> Trace McSorley, you goat, legend. Did it help them win? Absolutely no, not, not even, but not it was great. Not even a little bit, but it, it was, was funny. great. The TikTok gods, I saw that play and I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, TikTok, TikTok's about TikTok, to die. TikTok is about to be on fire. It's about to be heat. All TikTok, they're like, wait. I literally saw one TikTok where I was like, wait, did that just happen? <laughs> oh, awesome. I was crying. It was so good. What a what a day. Anyway, hit me with All right, it. so RG3 got benched. He went 7 of 12 for 33 whole yards. Um, had 68 yards rushing, though. Yeah. RG3 did, did end terrible. up leaving the game with an injury. Um, yeah. He has a knee injury at the moment, so he is out for the time being. Though Lamar Jackson is back this week, so oh. it shouldn't be too, too much of an issue. Um, Give the start I mean, to Trace McSorley! <laughs> He's on. earned it! After just that one throw, honestly. Low key, though! Yeah. This is a beautiful thought. Of course, the one week I yeah. decided to not play Hollywood, right? Right. 
Anyway. Um, so the Steelers, I mean, they had a Steeler-esque game. Juju kind of had a good game. Chase Claypool, Eric Ebron, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. All, all, all in all, just kind of a solid game from the Steelers. They didn't really put up a lot of points, which is the only, the main thing that's concerning me with the Steelers right now. Like, like yes, the Steelers are undefeated. They're 11 and no, I can't deny that. But like, we just got done saying it feels like the Chiefs are better. Right. But like, so, to me, the Steelers aren't the type of team that put up a lot of points to get wins. The problem is, yes. though, is when you go up against a team like the Chiefs, who are going to put up a lot of points, that's where we need you to do that. Or your defense has to play out of their God-given mind that week. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is just an overall average game, kind of a weird game in the middle of the week, too. So Yeah. Wednesday, just a weird day. Trace McSorley got a touchdown. Wednesday afternoon football? Yeah. Are you ready time. for some Wednesday afternoon football? Definitely wasn't. See, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Not at all. That's why they don't play games on Wednesdays. It's true. They were actually going to originally do that, and then uh, they, they sung that song. And they, Are you ready for some Wednesday afternoon football? They're like, should we just go to, like, Monday or something? Like, Yeah, waiting all day for Monday night. Perfect. Waiting all day for Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, it See? Doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that wraps up week this one, week twelve. Yes. What a actually a very weird week of football, I must say. Yes. And we're heading into week thirteen, which will be a very actual interesting week of football, I personally think. Uh we got I the agree. Buccaneers and Panthers chilling on their buys. Finally, T B gets to rest his old knees and chill out for a week after going <laughs> yeah, seven and yeah. five. He's on vacay in, in the vacay state. Exactly. Um, we're going to kick things off. Uh, just so you guys are aware, the Thursday night game, obviously, was moved to Tuesday uh, in the Cowboys-Ravens. And then the Steelers and football team was moved to Monday for the doubleheader. So we're going to kick things off Sunday uh, with Atlanta taking on the New Orleans Saints in uh, Mercedes. That's Is it Mercedes-Benz? See, okay, here's the thing. Mercedes-Benz has the naming rights to both the Falcons and the Saints Stadium. That's why one of them is the Superdome, one of them is Mercedes Benz Stadium, and I think so the Mercedes Superdome Benz is in New Stadium Orleans. Is definitely Falcons. I know the Superdome is in New Orleans. So yeah, I yeah I, I know Mercedes Benz owns both of those naming rights. Wild. Just you know to make things super Fun pain in the ass. Oh uh, yeah, so Atlanta versus Saints in Atlanta. What you feeling? Uh, you know me. Sold my stock on the Falcons a while ago. The Saints are the best team in the NFC right now. I am taking the Saints to win the game. Do I go for uh, spicy, not stupid, week, week, two weeks in a row? Listen, that, I'm not going to stop you, but I'm going to highly recommend no. Yeah, I'm not going Falcons, though. <laughs> Saints it is. Uh, Saints <laughs> yeah, move on save, to save your spice for later in, in, in the predictions. We're gonna, yeah. Also, yeah. just to reiterate, we are um, doing week 13 and 14 predictions right yes. now as well. Again, reiterating for what you said earlier, um, I am on vacation. Uh, my girlfriend's birthday is actually Sunday, the Sunday of the. the Ooh, happy birthday, Crystal, about. who isn't listening to this. No of way. course not. So, special happy birthday to my girlfriend. If you guys uh, want to tweet at her at Crystal SG, she would very much appreciate that and have no clue where any of you are coming from. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're both taking the Saints. Uh, yes. Vikings, Jags. Um, Jags are a one-win team and haven't have lost ten straight. 
Vikings are not terrible, so I'm taking the Vikings. I'm also going to take the Vikings because I actually think the Vikings have playoff hopes now, and I think they have something to build off of, and Dalvin Cook is good enough, and Kirk Cousins is playing good enough to get them at least a seventh seed. Yeah. So, taking the Vikings. Yep. Uh, this is a really interesting matchup. We got the Cleveland Browns going up against the, the Tennessee Titans. Two running powerhouses going up against each other this week. Yes, interesting. Um, I feel like the Titans are a little bit more consistent than the Browns, even though both these teams are 8-3. and three. Not to mention this game is in Nashville. This game happened last year, too, and the Titans creamed the Browns. I think it happens again. I'm taking the Titans. Um, I'm also taking the Titans, but I'm very excited to see Nick Chubb plus Kareem Hunt take on Derrick Henry. And yeah. I, I'm hoping and praying that Derrick Henry not only does the best out of the three, but rushes for more yards combined than the that other two combined. Hot. That'd be hot. That'd be spicy. Not even for my fantasy's sake. I'm already in the playoffs. I don't care about this week that much. But, man, that'd be some spice. I would very much enjoy seeing that. All right. So, so far, we're we're – these have been pretty logical, right? Uh, Bears-Lions. This one's actually tougher. Yes, definitely a little bit tougher. Um, these are teams that are separated by one win. However, there is one underlying fact here, and that is the fact that the Lions are now Matt patricia Yep. Which means... Who also, is the Lions think, interim head coach? I think the Bears are still without Nick uh, Foles. Daryl Bevel. I don't know who that is. Like, who? Uh, I don't know. He was the he's the OC since 2019. Oh. Coaching wow. history. Before that, he was the OC for Seattle for six years. Oh. So it's his fault yeah, that they threw a yeah, pick on the goal Yeah, this is his first. This is his first head coaching it. career. This Got is his first it. head coaching gig. He's been the OC for the Lions, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Packers, uh, UConn. UConn. Yeah, yeah. He was a wide receiver coach so, at UConn in the nineties. So Loki, it's his fault that they uh, threw a pick on the goal line to the Patriots. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's wild. So anyway. we got good things happening for the Lions, and because of that. Let's go with the let's go with, with the Bears. <laughs> I'm picking the Bears too this week. Uh, the only the only difference between this, uh, Mitch Trubisky Lions starting throw, again. Lions throw a game losing pick at the goal line. Right, they actually throw a bad pass instead of a good pass that was dropped. So uh, yes. I think the Lions actually um, like again this game was winnable for the Lions week one. Uh, it's killed all their momentum. I think the Lions can make this super winnable again, and I think the Lions can win this game. I think this game is extremely well matched up but bears i think they're they have too much to lose right now and they are in a moment they're in a mode where they really need to win games and they're not out of this just yet so we'll see bears in the playoffs i'm not bears win this game try to keep stay alive for the playoffs my bad yes all right we got Bengals dolphins and for some reason on my sheet i have them both winning the game um well, i don't think that happens cool um i'll go first this one uh, Bengals are still Joe Burrowless. Uh, I don't think that they have the talent to beat the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins have a chip on their shoulder, and they're trying to win more games. They're only one game behind the Buffalo Bills to win the division. Interesting. But Bills are eight and three. The Dolphins are seven and four. Just saying. Yeah. Dolphins have some stuff to play for. The Dolphins win this game, and it's an easier matchup for them. They definitely need it. Yes. 
Um, I am also going with the Dolphins. The Bengals don't have a whole lot going for them now that they're Joe Burrowless. I think the Dolphins are one of the better teams, and I think they'll be fine. Yep. Moving on to Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Washington. Let's Football wait on team. that one because it's Monday now. Oh, that's right. The game not moved. I apologize. Uh, in, yes, so we're gonna let's move let's to talk Indianapolis Colts, and yeah, Texans. Uh, I think Indianapolis comes out with a chip on their shoulder again. Uh, they just they just lost a pretty important game. There's also a division game, and they know they need to win these types of games. I think Indianapolis comes out and beats the Texans, even though I do think the Texans could very well win this football game. Yes. Um, I am inclined to agree. I think this game means more for the Colts, so I am going with the Colts. Cool. Moving on to uh, Las Vegas versus the New York Jets. Uh, there really isn't a tough pick here. It is the Raiders winning this game because I have sold my stock on the Jets because they they sold me last week. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine selling stock on the Jets. I never had stock on the Jets. I did. Um, yeah, I Jets depressed. are the worst team in football. Raiders win this game. I'm depressed. <laughs> Though if the if the Jets win this game, you'd make me a happy man. <laughs> uh, Seahawks-Giants. Uh, the Seahawks stay NFC. NFC East uh, games. Uh, I think Seattle wins this game as well. They're trying to earn back that one seed and get that first round by uh, from the Saints. I think they're going to try to keep staying competitive and to keep winning so that the NFC, uh, the NFC West doesn't sneak up on them. The rest of the NFC West teams sneak up on them. That's the Giants. You know, the, without C- Daniel the Jones. Seahawks defense is the weak point right now. However, mm-hmm. no Daniel Giants Jones. picked a bad week to. This was honestly a winnable game, I think, if it was Daniel Jones. I think it's. <clears throat> A little bit more of a question mark if it's Daniel Jones. With Colt McCoy, though, I'm taking the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, we're heading down to Glendale, Arizona, to play uh, play Rams versus Cardinals. Um, how are you feeling about this game? This is a very big division game. Very big division game. Very much so a toss-up game, too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Probably, I think, the hardest one to pick this week. Uh, it is 100% the hardest game to pick this week. Not even a question. Yeah, um, it is in Glendale. Both these teams are coming off of tight three-point losses. Yep, game-winning field goals on both ends. Right now, I feel like I trust the Rams more, and I'm taking the Rams. So this is our first difference of the week. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Cardinals. Um, I think the Cardinals have literally, fuck it, D-hop up there somewhere. That's how I feel about this game. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we're going to head to L.A., the other L.A. team for the Chargers and the Patriots. Uh, Patriots on the road this game. Justin Herbert's playing pretty strong. However, I'm going – oh, man, hold on. This game got really hard to pick up as I said that. I think this is a little bit less hard, so I'll start. How about that? Go for it. Um, Patriots have shown some very recent consistency. Chargers have shown some season-long inconsistencies. Chargers like to throw games – I feel like this is Bill Belichick's week to shine and Bill Belichick to scheme the Chargers to death. I'm going to take the Patriots. I also have the Patriots uh, for this game. I just don't know because Cam Newton isn't playing good enough football right now. I don't think he's throwing too many interceptions. He's turned the ball over a little too much. Uh, I think this may be hopefully a comeback game for for him so that maybe this team can sneak into the playoffs because they're, they're on the cusp. So Yeah. All right, we're heading to... Lambo. Lambo Field. As the frosty the terrain of Lambo Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. As the Philadelphia Eagles travel to Lambo to take on the 
Green Bay Packers. Listen, I, I tried all season to defend the Eagles. I really did. There's nothing I can say. Nothing else. I've taken the Packers. Uh, who else has taken the Packers? All oh, right, me. I can't even <laughs> defend them this week, dude. I don't know how we stop. We can't stop DK. I don't know how we stop Devontae Adams. Can't get. I don't even know how we. We might be able to hit uh, Aaron Rodgers more. He's not as scrambly as Russell Wilson is. That's the only thing I can think of. That's the only way we win yeah. this game. If if okay, I will say though the Eagles have no business beating the Packers. Right, last year we beat the Packers with no business beating the Packers. If we do it again this year, I was that a primetime game though. It's not a primetime game, but we we're off that train now. We lost our last primetime game, so who knows? So yeah, that streak's dead. Streak's dead. New streak lives outside of primetime. <laughs> we don't have any so more primetime games the rest of the season. Have, it's fine. Dude, you're also on a non-primetime game, what, six-game losing streak? Uh, what, however many L's we have. Yeah, that many. So so we have seven L's minus one? Yeah. Six and, so we're 0-6-1 in, in lack of primetime games. Listen, I, that's probably got to be one of the most consistent in the NFL. So I yes. think for that, I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers too, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, Sunday okay, night football. Um, Hey, yeah, look at that. I mean, you guys get Sunday yeah. night. We do. I'm. We're on TV, Mom. Let's go. We, we haven't been on national TV since week four. That sucks. Too bad. The last time we were on national TV, we won. Was against the Jets, but we won. <laughs> this is so unfortunate who you have to play, though. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are the best team in football. I'm taking the Chiefs. I am also taking the Chiefs. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, me too. Okay. I mean, this happens twice a year, dude. I'm used to it. <laughs> 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 All right. Buffalo heading to uh, San Francisco to take on the Niners. Um, San Francisco is hot right now. They just beat the Rams um, after coming off of a bye week. Bills are also really hot, though, beat the Chargers after coming off a bye week. Both these teams are on a long week. I feel like I get more consistency out of the Bills, so I'm taking the Bills. I'm also taking the Bills this week. I think I also get more consistency out of the Bills. I think Josh Allen, there was a reason he was an MVP caliber player earlier this season, uh, and I think San Francisco may or may not get exposed this week. Yep. Okay, the other Monday night game, the is, football team in yeah. Pittsburgh. This is a no-brainer for me. Sorry. I I think so too. Steelers like, are undefeated. I don't think they ever I don't think if there's a game they lose, it's not this one. It's not this one. I don't think Washington's good enough, especially with like not not hating on Alex Smith. I don't think he can pick apart the Steelers defense. So. Yep. Yeah. And, then and we're lastly, to, yeah, Tuesday night football. Uh, we're heading to Baltimore as the Dallas Cowboys take on the Ravens, and I believe you said Lamar Jackson was coming back this game. Yeah, he's due to come back. I believe that decision is like was being made earlier this afternoon. I don't know what the final verdict is, okay. but I remember it was extremely likely that Lamar Jackson would play. Okay. So, um, also the Cowboys suck. <laughs> so yeah, I'm they're, taking the they're last in our division. We're not last, but hey. I'm taking the Ravens yeah. as well. I think Ravens are. So we literally team. only picked the Rams Cardinals different this Which week. Which is the only 15. game that made sense. Let's be real. Yeah, honestly, like this is kind of a bunch of no-brainers. Yeah, go us. Watch right? us go like eight. Watch us go like nine and nine and six. Dog, listen, nine and six. I hope so because that means maybe the Broncos and the Eagles win some games. Think that about would be it. Hype. That'd, that'd be, be hot. Hype. If we both win this week, that'd be spicy. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? Like, have, neither hey, listen, of us have any wait, business. Wait, I'll be doing in Florida. So. The Eagles are undefeated while I'm in Florida. Ooh, here we go. Hold on, hold your hold. Oh, what about hold. the Broncos' record while you're in Florida? I'm Do not you know sure. That? I'm not sure. Oh, it's off my head. Damn it! Eagles have Eagles don't lose. We play the Saints while I'm in Florida, and we play the Packers while I'm in Florida. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> that streak's coming to an end, man. <laughs> Maybe I should take the Eagles off the pure fact that we're undefeatable. I'm in Florida. 
Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm going Packers. All right. Uh, we also we do are going to make our week 14 yeah. predictions. Yes. yes. So yeah, first there. and foremost, provided we actually get Thursday Night Football again this year. For once, right? It would be the Patriots in Los Angeles taking on the Rams. This is actually a really interesting matchup. Um, I really wish I didn't have to go out of town because I really need to see how the Patriots play against the Chargers specifically. Yeah, this, this is definitely a week that we need to know what week 13 looks like. But I think if we both stick to our guns, we'll just we'll just go for it. I'm going Rams. I am also going Rams. Um, if there are any changes to either of us after week 13, I will 100% tweet them out. But as of today, d- d- December 4th, I am picking the Rams. I am, yeah. I also picked the Rams at the same date. All right. Actually, I picked the Rams on December 13th, on December 3rd. So, <laughs> I did like the third too, but besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sunday, 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 we got the Titans taking on the Jags. Uh, Jags suck. Titans don't. I'm taking the Titans. Easy. Packers in Detroit taking on the Lions. Lions suck. Flexed, Packers though. don't. I'm taking the Packers. It, yeah, it did get flexed in the afternoon, but it doesn't um, matter too much. Morning, morning or afternoon, the Lions are still terrible. Yeah, exactly. So the Packers are uh, winning this game. I also agree. Vikings in Tampa Tampa State. This is an interesting game for sure. Um, yes. Buccaneers will be coming off a bye, though, and I think yes. that makes a difference. I'm 100%. taking the Bucks. I am, too, taking the Bucks because Tom Brady off the bye, is, and it's end of season, last four weeks. He's in playoff mode. We got Chiefs in Miami playing the Dolphins. Chiefs this are, in my opinion, the best team in football, game. though. But the Chiefs are the best team in football. I think that trumps it. I'm oh, hundred percent trumps it. But I think this game is going to be a little bit. I think closer. the next game is way more interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely think. I think this game is. Um, I, I don't think it's like overly close, but I think the Dolphins put up a fight. Chiefs win it overall. Yeah. Broncos to Carolina. What are we getting? Um. <laughs> Panthers come off the bye. Broncos aren't very good, and they're going to be coming off a loss to the Chiefs. Yeah. Tough. I'm taking the Panthers. That hurts. It hurts. Hurt me. It that really hurt does. Me. That hurt me hearing that out of your mouth. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, I too am taking the Panthers though. Um, I actually think <laughs> I actually think the reason being more so than the buy is that the NFC is actually really competitive, and mm-hmm. for some reason the Panthers can still snag away, sneak their way into the uh, into that seventh slot. So they're trying their best. I don't think they do it, obviously, but. It's possible, so they could be. They're trying to be stay competitive, and beating the Broncos is a good way to keep doing that. Uh, Bears Texans in Soldier Field. This one's an interesting one too. Uh, very interesting because the Bears are kind of reeling. I think Nick Foles may be back for this game, but who knows if he's starting based off of the problem Mitch Trubisky has against the uh, Lions this week. Um, and the Texans are being hard carried by Deshaun Watson, which the Bears defense is looking like they're not playing the greatest. I'm going with the Texans. Picking Chicago. Okay. Uh, Because I think that the Bears defense holds up after my contradictory statement. Uh, Yeah, I'm picking the Bears. Cardinals and Giants. I'm picking the Texans. Yeah, so so far out of – okay, so in two weeks, we only have two differences? That's kind of nutty right now. That is kind of crazy. Uh, Giants-Cardinals. We blew all of our spice last week. Yeah, I, I blew my load last week, unfortunate. Uh, Glendale – Glendale Cardinals. The Glendale Cardinals. Can they be the New Glendale York. Cardinals? That be that the Glendale cooler. Cardinals are in the are playing the East Rutherford Giants. <laughs> hey, um, ER, hey, ER Giants is oddly ER Giants is oddly uh, targeting at that point. Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting game though. You're right. 
depends on if Daniel Jones is back. I agree. If Daniel Jones is back, I'm more inclined to take the Giants. But as it currently stands right now on December 4th, I'm taking the Cardinals. I, too, am taking the Cardinals as of today. Yes. All right, Cincinnati, Cowboys, Bengals. This is a tough one. Is it? It is. Okay. Um, These are two teams who I think are fairly weak right now due to critical injuries. Agreed. However, this game has emotional significance, um, being Andy Dalton's return to Cincinnati, but this time in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. I think Andy sticks it to him, and I'm taking the boys. Taking them boys as well. Haven't sold my entire stock on them. You guys are lucky you're playing the Bengals this week. Yeah, I mean, I w- even I would pick the Falcons if they played the Jets. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not completely gone yet. Uh, all right, but, yeah. Colts, Raiders. This is a really good one, too. This is an um, amazing matchup. Did you know a... Nelson Aguilar has only dropped, like, two passes this year? That's impossible. I'm, I, I shit you not. Through 12 weeks, he's only dropped, like, two, three passes. I saw that stat. I saw that stat. He dropped his first pass in like week ten. Kid you not. He dropped I think one or two passes last week. Dude's playing really good football. I literally I'm mad we lost Aggie. Aggie is really good. It's just (laughs) I'm telling you, something about the Eagles coaching staff that that's what it just sucked, dude. Anyway. Uh yeah. Raiders Colts. I'm gonna actually take Indianapolis. I think their defense. Uh, can tear apart the Raiders as we and their offense is good enough to beat the Raiders. Uh, we saw via Falcons. So, for I think you win games. The, the Raiders right now are a offensive driven team. When the offense doesn't click, the Raiders suck. We saw that against the Falcons. Exactly. I think they make some tweaks. I think they have a good tune up game against the Jets. I think the Ra- the Raiders offense outmatches the the Colts defense a little bit. And I think the Raiders' defense is a little bit better than the Colts' offense. So I think I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay. I'm still taking the Colts. Uh, I think the Colts really need this win to stay competitive, but so do the Raiders. So. Okay, we got Falcons-Chargers. Did you just skip over Seahawks-Jets? I did, on, on purpose? purpose, because I'm, there's no way we're taking the Jets, right? No, I'm, I'm spicy, not stupid. Cool. Jets. Seahawks. Kidding. Seahawks. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, Falcons-Chargers. Okay, this is the real game of the week. I don't care what oh other games God. are being played. <laughs> I don't care, I, yeah. I don't care what else true. is happening Sunday this week. Sunday night football is cracked this week. Sunday night football is cracked. Even Monday night football is kind of cracked this week. I don't care what's happening. This right here is America's game of the week. We have the choke artist versus the other choke artist. We have a choke bowl. The choke bowl is here. So who are who you chokes taking? Harder? Who chokes harder? Who chokes harder? The Chargers. I think the Chargers, the Chargers choke, choke harder. harder. Yeah, agreed. For once, we're they, do cho- they, they choke harder. For the first time in 14 weeks, we both are taking the Falcons? No, I'm taking the Chargers. Are you really? I am. You just can't You can't will yourself to do it, can you? I can't do it, no. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. Dang it. Because, the Chargers do let's be real, the Chargers are the, be- the bigger chokers. The Chargers choke more than the Falcons do, but the Falcons did it in the biggest game of their franchise probably. Lives? Yeah. And that's why we talk about the Falcons all the time. If it wasn't for that game, we would say the Chargers are the choke artists of the NFL. Agreed. And I think the the Falcons claim that title for their own. That I'm would taking be the Chargers. interesting. I'm taking the Falcons. 
<laughs> okay, we got the Washington football team and the uh, State Farm Stadium 49ers. <laughs> the, the State Farm, they need an ER Yeah, by the way, we didn't even mention week 13, week 14. Um, Bills and, the, and Washington are not playing in Santa Clara. They're playing in Arizona. The 49ers are not in their home stadium because oh, of because COVID of policies in, in Santa Clara. No, because of COVID oh, policies COVID in Santa Clara really? County. I thought it was because of fires. My bad. Yeah, no. COVID policies in Santa Clara County. Nice. So, uh, the, yeah, they're playing in Arizona. In nice. State Farm Stadium, which I think is like Arizona State or something like that. Oh, wow. That's actually wild. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. Where is this? I have to wait for you to find out where State Farm's. No, it is where the it is where the Cardinals play. How is that going to work? With the fact that the Cardinals have a home game week thirteen, like week fourteen, it's easy. But are they are they relying on the fact that the Forty ers are playing on Monday and not Sunday? Well, yeah, of course. One team plays well, yeah. Monday, Sunday. One team plays Monday. Easy. Yeah. Uh, did, does that ever happen for the Giants and the Jets? I never think about that. Yeah. I mean, they've done it for years. Like, it, it, it's usually always one of them has to be on a home game or one of them has to – and one of them has to be on a way. But have they ever done it where they're, like, both at home, but, like, one's on Sunday, one's on, like, Thursday or something like that? I don't know. I've never seen that happen. So I don't know how that's going to work. But, yeah, they're playing in the Cardinals stadium. Bills Wait. get to go right back to the now Cardinals stadium. After getting a D-hop down there somewhere. <laughs> So that's interesting. Either way, we have the football team this time playing the uh, the Glendale 49ers. It this happened. Week- game. Oh, never mind. It didn't. Dang it. Anyway, I was looking to research. Anyway, yeah. Interesting this game. It's an interesting game, weirdly, because I feel like both of these are kind of these strange kind of like low tier, low like, like low C tier, like high C tier teams right now in the NFC. Of course. Know what I mean? Yeah, um, I really like the, the, the Washington defense. And I think they're going to tear the Niners offense apart. And I don't think the Niners have the defense right now with so many injuries. Or the I think this is a low scoring game and I'm taking Washington. I am also taking Washington. Uh, I changed my pick like not too long ago. Uh, after hearing about uh, realistically thinking about the Niners and Chase Young uh, still playing, Nick Mullins is going to be on mm-hmm. his butt. I don't think I don't think I don't think the Niners win this game. Philly versus Saints in Philly. Matter of fact, it is in Philly, but the uh, Saints are good and the Eagles aren't. I'm taking the Saints. Okay, you don't have to say it like that, but <laughs> yeah, I I mean yeah, you're not wrong, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> Damn. I've been defending the I've been defending the Eagles for how many podcasts have we done? A lot. Enough. Yeah, that many. You know, I didn't. I haven't said the I haven't said the Broncos are bad yet. I have. Well, I haven't. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm picking the Saints. Uh, I don't see the Eagles winning this. This is this is the game the Eagles like mathematically get like eliminated from playoffs or some bullshit because they're done. Uh, They're too hard of a schedule for the rest of the season. It's just too tough on them. It's really rough. Yeah. Being winning the winning the division last season kind of screwed them this season. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to Sunday night football, we have the actual America's game of the week: Steelers versus Bills. 
This is a really interesting game. I'm not sure this is a hot take because it's only hot if you took the right take. Uh, Steelers lose their first game to the Bills. I thought long and hard about this game. Because this, to me, was the hardest game to pick this week. By far. I think Josh Allen is a really good football player. I don't think Josh Allen is a good enough football player to deal with the Steelers' defense. The Steelers, I think, genuinely are about to go 16-0 based off of how the rest of their schedule looks. I'm picking the Steelers to win this game. Okay. This is a tough one for sure. I do not think they are the best team in football. They aren't. But I think they are 16-0 worthy because of what they have on the rest of their calendar. Yeah. This, this is, like is by the far their hardest game. This is their only real test for the rest they of the have a decent. They have a decently tough game against the Colts in Week 16, but it's in Pittsburgh. Wait, they play the Colts? Yeah, they play the Colts Week 16. Oof. Okay, wait, I take it back. That's actually a decently hard game. But the rest of their schedule is Bengals and Browns, which are both right. very winnable. Yeah, it's super winnable. I'm taking the I'm taking the Steelers. I think they go 16-0 okay. this season. If anyone's going to stop them, I actually would pick the Colts before I pick this team. That makes if that's uh, any consolation yeah. for us. Just because of the Colts defense. Monday Night Football, we have Raven the Ravens Brown. in the land. Yeah. Picked the Browns to lose last the week before prior, uh, to not give them their first winning season in a long time. Yeah. That's what I'm doing this time. <laughs> let's give the Browns let's give Cleveland a ninth win on the season, beating the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Okay. I am going the other direction of taking the Ravens. And I totally get why. But I'm feeling brownie to this week. I don't know why. You feel very brown-like? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do every day of my life, but this particular week I'm feeling actually brown-like. Jesus, <laughs> Oh, my God. We need an expansion team. <laughs> and I'm leaving the joke at that. <laughs> That wraps up every prediction that we've had for the next two weeks. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, what a podcast, dude! If you guys don't like this, I don't know what I don't know what else you guys love. Honestly, at this point, I don't know why you even listen if you don't like this type of content. Uh, just a quick oh. recap for everyone: I am taking for week thirteen the Ravens, Saints, Vikings, Titans, Bears, Dolphins, Steelers, Colts, Raiders, Seahawks. Cardinals, Patriots, Packers, sad, Chiefs, Bills. Week 13, I'm taking the Ravens, Saints, Vikings, Titans, Bears, Dolphins, Steelers, Colts, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Patriots, Packers, Chiefs, Bills. Nice. And then for week 14, I'm taking the Ravens, Titans, Packers, Vi- Packers, Bucks, <laughs> Chiefs, Panthers, Bears, Cardinals, Cowboys, Colts, Seahawks, Falcons, football team, Saints, sad, Steelers, and Browns. I am taking the... I heard my head reading that. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 could, I could literally hear the gears turning. I was like, what um, is happening? I am taking the Rams, Titans, Packers, Buccaneers, Chiefs, Panthers, Texans, Cardinals, Cowboys, Raiders, Seahawks, Chargers, football team, Saints, Bills, and Ravens. 
All right, so we have the the both the primetime games different this week. For week 13, yeah. Or for 14. Week 14. Uh, for week 14, both primetime games. Uh, plus the Falcons Chargers, plus, Falcons, plus the Chargers. Card- plus the Texans Bears. And Texans Bears. So it's four games. And in week 13, we literally We literally had... only had Rams Cardinals. Yeah, that was it. And that's the toughest one to pick, so. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. So we will see you in a couple weeks. Yes, when we will we see you guys. When we recap week 13, week 14, and talk about week 15. Yeah, and again, guys, please follow the Twitter. If you guys see any, if we if we make any changes, Eric literally DMs me and I tweet them out. <laughs> and let everyone know. And I will definitely, if I see something I want to change before, and of course these are going to be before the games. If you don't see a tweet p- prior to the game, then it doesn't. it's not legit. It doesn't count. Okay? Uh, with that, you guys, we're going to hit the heck battery. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys have a great uh, week without us, sadly. Hope you guys enjoy a couple good weeks of football, and we'll catch you guys all on the flip side. Anything else to wrap up for this week? That's good. Sounds legit to me. Have a great rest of your guys' day. We'll catch you guys all on the flip side. Enjoy tomorrow's football games as you heard this on Saturday. From all of us here at Behind the Plays, we're out. Peace.